This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. stops working in you, building you, giving you more than you currently enjoy in your life, in your being. Do you understand? He has more. He has called you to more. If you're willing to walk with Him, He will make you more than you could ever dream you could become. He will give you more fruit than you could ever possibly imagine would be possible in your life. God never stops working in us. He is constantly molding us into a better, more effective vessel for Him. If we yield to His work in us and trust Him only to guide our path, we will find ourselves being changed for the better. Today, Pastor Robert implores us to tune in to what God wants to do in our lives and let Him work. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. There may be somebody in your workplace, one of your friends that from your perspective has written you off and set you aside, but they just can't get it out of their mind. She was crippled and now she can walk. What happened? What happened there? Everybody in Jerusalem knew about this. Everybody in Jerusalem was talking about it. They couldn't deny it. They couldn't do away with it. The Sadducees, the the leaders, they couldn't make that go away, no matter how hard they tried to silence people about Jesus. And listen, that is so crucial for us in our age. Do you understand? It's so crucial because there is such a movement afoot in our country to silence the name of Jesus. I encounter it. I encounter it in my work as a chaplain. You can't use that name. You have to pray a non-sectarian prayer. I don't pray to a non-sectarian God. Why would I pray a non-sectarian prayer in a public setting? I, I mean, we need to be able to pray to who we pray to. And one of the wonderful things about living in the United States of America is that we're supposed to have the freedom to do that. Whenever, wherever, under whatever circumstances. But there's a shift that, you know, when you look at like the last 20, 30, 40 years, it's just, eh. For me to pray to my God using his name is actually considered intolerant and insensitive. And we need to fight that with everything we have on our knees. On our knees. That's where the battle is. You understand? The battle is in the heavenlies. The battle is spiritual. Now, I'm not saying that we don't take it further than that and and be active in our world and in our country. Yes, absolutely. 
But the battle, the battle is spiritual and it's to be fought on our knees. We need to be aware of that. Because even if, even if the name of Jesus is virtually not heard in the public square, changed lives can't be silenced. Peter said, you know, I got to talk about it. I'm sorry. What I've seen and heard, I got to tell somebody. I love that. Is that what happens? Is that what's going on in your heart? Listen, I have to tell somebody. That's what happened to me. That's the only reason that I went into ministry. With what Jesus did in my life, I said, I got to tell somebody. I can't keep on working in a store in Warner Robins, Georgia for the rest of my life. I got to tell somebody what he's done. I didn't set out to do that from a platform, just one by one, the people I work with. And I just wanted to, to be able to do that more effectively and get a little bit of training. And I thought, you know, I was going to go get a little bit of training and how to do that better in my workplace. And the next thing I know, the Lord said, no, 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 I want you to do it beyond your workplace. Are you willing to do it beyond your world? And I said, yeah, I'm willing to do that. And all of a sudden, I find myself pastoring a church in South Beach. What are you willing to be used to do? You know, Peter didn't set out. We talked about this. I know I'm repeating myself. I'm going over some of the same stuff. But it's because it's so crucial. It's so important to understand. Peter thought he would grow up and be a fisherman like his dad and just live there in that beautiful little village called Capernaum next to the Sea of Galilee. Man, there are worse ways to spend your life. What a beautiful area. God had a bigger plan. God promoted him. God used him. You know, they, when you look back at the beginning, look back with me at verse 13. Just real quickly here. These leaders, these men, saw the boldness of Peter and John. That was something else they couldn't deny. All of a sudden, these uneducated, untrained men, they're looking at them and they're marveling because they're saying, what in the world is this about? couple of fishermen. These people haven't been to any of the rabbinical schools. They've not been trained in the scriptures. They've not been educated in the law. But they're speaking with boldness and passion. And they realize that they'd been with Jesus. What they didn't realize, what they didn't realize was that Jesus lived within them. He was with them right then. He had promised them, listen, guys, they are going to hate you. They're going to come after you. They crucified me, they're going to kill you. They're going to drag you before the ruling authorities, before kings and priests, and they're going to drag you in front of these councils. But he said, don't worry about preparing. I'm going to give you exactly what you need to say in that hour. Jesus spoke through Peter. Peter understood it. The others, they weren't that clear on it. They realized these were men who were with Jesus. They didn't understand that Jesus was with them and even in them still just as he is with you and in you if you're his. The only reason that Peter is so special in the scriptures and and special to us as believers is that being broken, being humbled before the Lord, coming face to face with his humanity, he allowed Jesus to restore him. He didn't run from his responsibilities. He faced them. He said, Lord, you were right. I blew it. I totally denied you. I can't believe I did that. And Jesus restored him. Yeah, but do you love me, Peter? Lord, you know I love you. Then feed my sheep, Peter. Wait for the power. Wait for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to enable you 
to do what I've called you to do. It's the same message he has for you today, right now. He has, listen, no question in my mind, every single, every individual in this room, he has called you to more than you are currently experiencing. No question about it. Now, I'm not saying that that means that he's calling you to leave your present circumstances. That's not what I mean. What I'm saying is he never, ever stops working in you, building you, giving you more than you currently enjoy in your life, in your being. You understand? He has more. He has called you to more. If you're willing to walk with him, he will make you more than you could ever dream you could become. He will give you more fruit than you could ever possibly imagine would be possible in your life. He will do that. He wants to do that. And it's only a matter of willingness coming to him saying, you know what, Lord, I want that. I want to be used by you. I don't want to limit myself to what I can see and feel and hear and understand and what I think is possible in this life. I want to be looking beyond this life and into the next one. And I want to be like Peter. I'm so grateful for what you've done in my life. And, and I want you to be able to do more. You know, Peter goes back, preview of next week's message. They go back, Luke says, to their own. I love that description. I love it. And, and one of the reasons is that I know exactly what he's talking about. You see, you guys are my own. Peter went back to his own. And they gathered around Peter and John. And Peter and John recounted to them what had taken place in the temple. And you know what? I tend to think that John said, man, I was scared to death. You have no idea how awful it was, how intimidating, how frightening. But man... Peter was just incredible. I mean, the Lord spoke through him and he confronted them and they were threatening us. And, and then they all pray together and ask the Lord, God, don't let this intimidate us. Give us even greater boldness, Lord. Give us even greater boldness. Give us even more miracles. Confront the world with more lame people who can now walk. Give us that. And Luke says that as they were still praying, the room began to shake. God showed up just to let them know he was answering their prayer. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. And we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of Acts. 
a secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or you can send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of Acts and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.